If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Doc, and this is your host, Doc. Have a beautiful Saturday. NFL season is back upon us. I just like to start off each and every show by just saying peace to you and yours, and also let you know that this is a topical podcast. We are not going to do any gossiping about any subjects. I'm not going to try to kick some serious knowledge to you, teach you something that you don't know. I'm just giving you one man's opinion about how I feel about things that are going on in today's world. Be they sports, politics, news, religion, it does not matter. I will tackle any subject without fear. I'm going to do it in the most intelligent manner that I possibly can. If it makes you laugh, fantastic. If it makes you say, whoa, that's great too. You can reach out to me. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You'll find my locations, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, and you can get in contact with me via those uh, communications. I love to hear from you. I love for you to subscribe. I would like for you to comment. Negative is also positive to me because it'll tell me what I need to do to fix and have you come back and listen again. I would love for you to also call in. I'm live every Saturday. I change my time to Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's a phone number that you can reach, call in, and we can discuss or debate any topic that you feel that I said something off the cuff, or if you think you just want to go deeper into a subject and maybe inform me about something that I did not know. So I'm going to send my heart felt uh sympathies to the people who are suffering from Hurricane Dorian, not only in the Bahamas, but here in North Carolina, we have people that are trapped on this island. I don't know why they didn't evacuate. I have no clue. The warnings were out there for people to get their stuff and to get out. I thought they, I guess they felt that they could ride out this storm. It's a devastating storm. I'm glad it did not do catastrophe-like damage to all the places that it was supposed to hit, but we all know that the Bahamas suffered greatly. Uh, I appreciate what Tyler Perry has done by sending aid relief, the best that he could do. I wish that other celebrities and people of means, there are a lot of rich people in this world, and those people over there are suffering. They're going to need 
everything. When a man needs water, he needs everything. I mean, just fresh water. I, I really pray and hope that those people are taken care of, not only by America, the UN, that the world will look out for them. They would not see color of skin, but they would see humanity, and humanity needs help right now. And I wish that the world would reach out to them. Well, it's Saturday. UFC has a big card today. Khalid, forgive me, Nagamanov is fighting Dustin Poitier. Edwin Barbosa, Edson Barbosa is also fighting Paul Felder. This is an early day card in the UFC, a Saturday afternoon because they believe they're in Abu Dhabi. So 2 o'clock is the main card, and the, and the card kicks off, I think, like 10, 15 a.m. on ESPN+. Plus. So if you have nothing else to do on a Saturday, this is a top-level main event. I'm hoping that the card is good. I was in shock to find out that women are actually fighting on the card. I guess I got Abu Dhabi mixed up with Saudi Arabia. My bad. And um, so there's going to be some interesting uh, fights. Now, I just want to briefly go over the NFL games. And before I get to the NFL, I'm going to talk about Mr. Antonio Brown. We all wish the best for Antonio Brown. He is a phenomenal talent. He has a talent and a skill for his particular profession that most people will never be able to obtain. No matter how much they go to school, a doctor will be a doctor, but he might not be the best doctor in his entire field. Antonio Brown, I consider to be the best wide receiver in the NFL today over Julio, yes, over Odell, over Hopkins. I just think that Antonio Brown's skill set is outlandish. But I want Antonio to get it together. I want him to slow his roll, man. Collect your money. Take care of your family. Keep putting up those crazy numbers. Go in the Hall of Fame. If you want to act up, get yourself a podcast. Get yourself a uh, vlog. Say what you need to say there, but don't be vicious towards your teammates. Those are the guys you go into battle with every Sunday. Those are guys you practice and travel with. Keep it level-headed. Don't be threatening your boss. Don't become a pariah in a league that should be showing you love. Do not become that clown. And and I feel bad that Antonio, the last year or two, it seemed like he'd been since Dancing with the Stars, he has not been the same dude. He was a quiet, unassuming guy at that time. He, okay, everybody celebrates their touchdowns. I get that. But other than that, in the media, we really didn't know anything about Antonio. And he's busted out the scene since then like a lunatic. I want him on the field, and I want him playing ball. So the Packers and the Bears started off the season with a horrible 10-3 Thursday night game. I mean, it was boring. This is week one, and I'm not expecting the best football. I love football, and I'm a junkie for football, and right now it's like I'm in detox, so any football is good football, but that was a really bad game. The uh, pre-concert was horrible. Megan Trainor stunk. Meek Mill was garbage. Rhapsody is no good for me. So that was a, a, a just a horrible Thursday. We got the Giants are playing my Cowboys. Naturally, I'm picking my Cowboys. Uh, Zeke Elliott is back in the fold. 
I hope that he has a decent game, but I don't expect him to burn him out game one. I'm expecting to see Dak throw the ball to Amani, maybe even to Witten quite a bit. And we know that the Giants are going to feed the ball to, uh, say, Con Barkley over and over and over again. And if the Cowboys' defense can slow him down somewhat, keep him in check where he doesn't go 220 yards combined for three touchdowns, the Cowboys should win this game. The Titans are playing the Browns. We are all interested in the Browns because it's the new-look Browns. Second-year Baker, first-year Odell. You got Landry, you got Chubbs, you got that awesome defense in Cleveland. I'm expecting the Browns to put a shellacking on the Titans. I'm talking about like 30, 30, 38, maybe 14. Not even a good game, not even a competitive game. You got the Chiefs at the Jaguars. We shall see if Nick Foles and that Jaguar defense has rebounded from that horrible year that they had last year. I'm not blaming Nick Foles because I already know he wasn't there, so don't call me out on that. But I'm expecting the Chiefs to keep rolling. I'm Patrick Mahomes, I think that train is just on the tracks and it's chugging along, so I expect the Chiefs to win that game. You get the Bills at the Jets. Uh, really, who gives a fuck game? But I'm picking the Jets to win. Let's see what Le'Veon Bell looks like in his first time in a Jets uniform. You got the Rams at the Panthers. I don't know Cam's health. They say he's going to play, but I am still picking the Rams, and I don't know if the running back for the Rams, uh, damn, it will come to me. I don't know why this is slipping my mind, but I'm expecting golf and the Rams. I think they're an overall better team. I think they have a better defense, so I expect them to win this game. We got the Ravens at the Dolphins. I say the Ravens. Lamar Jackson should have a decent game. The Dolphins are throwing the season away. I wish them nothing but bad. I don't like how Flores conducted himself with Kenny Stills. I don't like how Flores conducted himself with the black community by overplaying the Jay-Z music at practice last week. I think that he's a real ass clown, so I'm not wishing him Lock colors got nothing to do with it. Just because he's black and I'm black doesn't mean I have to root for him. I'm not a racist. We got the Skins versus the Eagles. I expect the Eagles to win this game, especially since this game is in Philadelphia. I think the Eagles are a good team, and they should dominate. And even though it's an interdivisional rivalry, they should beat teams like the Skins. The Bengals are playing the Seahawks. Another one of those who gives a damn unless you're in Cincinnati or Seattle. Nobody cares, but it's football. So I expect um, Seahawks to win this game. The Colts at Chargers. Chargers are a better team, but the story of this game is going to be Jacoby Bissett. We want to see what Bissett looks like taking the realms. They gave him some money. He's the lead dog now. It's his team. Let's see if he can guide that improved offensive line, and they have a good defense. So it should be a competitive game, but the Chargers are just better. Even without Gordon playing, the Chargers are still a better team. Lions at Cardinals. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy on our soul for the people who are forced to watch this game. Uh, this is going to be a horrible game, but the Lions have got to be better than the Cardinals. But we do get to see Kyle Murray. 
another flashy rookie starting game one, so we will get to see what he brings to the table. Now, Sunday Night Football is going to give us the Patriots and Steelers. I expect the Patriots to beat the Steelers. I have no faith whatsoever in the Steelers. Juju Smith-Schuster is playing really his first game as the lead dog wide receiver without that other animal on the other side, A.B. So we'll see how he handles when the defense is a scheme for him. Big Ben is Big Ben, and Khan is a good, steady running back. I think the defense is much improved for the Steelers. The Steelers will put up a battle, but you know New England always finds a way, especially at home, and this game is in New England. Now, the Monday Night Football games gives us the Texans at the Saints. That's the early game. I'm expecting the Saints at home with Drew Brees and those boys to win this game. Then we got the Broncos at the Raiders. I'm expecting that the Broncos will have to have been a better team than the Raiders. The Raiders are coming off a really bad year. Derek Carr has a lot to prove. We'll see what he proves Monday night. It's only going to be one game, but let's see how they go about their business. And besides, the Raiders right now are must-see TV because you never know with Burfick. You never know with Brown. What may happen at any moment? I mean, let's go Gruden in the mix. You never even know what's going to happen with him. Uh, Mr. Donald Trump claims that he had never heard of a Category 5 hurricane before this week. Amazing. This dude is the leader of the free world. He calls himself the most intelligent man on the planet. He also went to Wharton, which is Ivy League, University of Pennsylvania, but to have never heard of a Category 5 when I think there might have been six since he's been in office is amazing. I watched a movie this week called uh, Burning Sands, and I wanted to talk about this. This was a movie about some guys pledging a fraternity at a fictional, historically black university. And I guess we're going to say it's in the South somewhere. It was named Frederick Douglass University. Wouldn't that be an ideal name for a historically black college, Frederick Douglass? But we don't have one. Now, when I went to school originally, I was actually asked to pledge a fraternity. But the guys who were asking for me to pledge was not even on our campus. They went to uh, Howard Unit, I mean, no, no, Hunter College. At the time, I'm at NYU. So I'm, there was no way that I was going to let a Hunter College student get their hands on my NYU ass because I knew that maybe uh, the hazing would be extra hard just because they would look at us as some kind of elite kids. Even though I wasn't a kid and I was definitely not an elite, I was paying my own way through school. So it wasn't like anybody handed me anything. But uh, I never really thought about, when I was younger, joining a Masonic Lodge or a fraternal organization because I'm not the type, I don't have the personality. See, I'm a realist. I do not have the type of personality where people have to vote on me getting into something that I'm going to find 12 people who I won't in some way, shape, or form grate their nerve. So I knew that it's a waste of time to, for me to even try. 
there's going to be somebody that's going to go out of their way, triple out of their way to try to put a roadblock up against me. So I don't have anything against these organizations other than the fact that I don't understand the concept of let me beat the shit out of you and then call you my brother. If you call me your brother, you do it in love. And you do it in love from day one to the day I die. There's no abuse in between because I'm a type of person that holds grudges. So because I hold a grudge, I, I'm never going to forget and you will never fully be my brother. That's just not, that's just me. See that for another person that might work. Now I understand that that brotherhood also leads to great opportunities. It leads to all kinds of things. It not only leads to opportunities, it leads to great networking so it's a positive thing. I would never shit on Greek, on Greeks because that's what they choose to do, and that is their option. But they can't look at other college students, GDIs, goddamn independents, and think that of them as chumps or weak because they don't want to be a part of that type of organization. Maybe for a lot of reasons they don't. And one of the reasons might be that nobody, at least people like me, do not want to suffer abuse at any cost, at any time from anybody's hands, because I will meet violence with violence, even though I'm not a violent person. But my self-preservation kicks in quick, okay? Um, we have, uh, I listened to a song, and I did a show not too long ago about the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. And it came to my attention. I was listening to Immortal Techniques, Dance with the Devil. And for me not to have this song listed somewhere in my top 10 is a faux pas on my part. I apologize to Immortal Techniques. This is a deep song. This is a heavy song. This is a crazy song. This is a uh, make you sit back in your chair and go, what the hell did he just say song? So if you've never heard it, you can go to YouTube, or I'm sure Immortal Techniques has this loaded up there somewhere. Vimo, I don't know. Dance with the devil. And he explains why you don't want to take this dance. Okay? So, just something stupid. We had this vegan woman, Scylla Cardin. She's out in Western Australia. She's suing her neighbors because her neighbor barbecuing, smoking, children playing basketball is driving her crazy. Just because you are vegan doesn't mean that you get a right to tell people that they can't barbecue in their own yard. Now, if they're being too loud and they're throwing things over your yard, I'm with her. But the smell of fish and the smell of chicken and the smell of meats is not a cause to take somebody into court and cause your neighbor to become your enemy. This woman needs a chill pill. And these people in Western Australia, they're taking it a step a little bit too far. They're actually going to hold a huge barbecue next door to a house as a basically a fuck you to this lady. And I mean, I think that's a little overboard, but you know what? Sometimes you get the hand that you dealt, right? Kevin Hart had this horrific accident. And I'm wishing Kevin Hart the very best. I'm wishing him nothing but health, happiness, and a pain-free rest of his life. But Kevin, man, 
Be careful. Be wise, brother. If a muscle car ain't for you, don't buy a muscle car. I don't need a muscle car because I'm not a muscle car driving dude. But I'm hearing all kinds of reports. We hear everything from he fractured his back in three places to he'll be fine. But I'm hoping that his uh, rehab is as gentle and that the drugs, they take them easy with the drugs, that they don't leave any uh, addictions. Like I said, I'm wishing him, his family, and those who personally know him and who have to deal with this situation with him, nothing but the best. I don't wish harm on another soul. So Kevin Hart, man, I wish you the best, brother. So once again, Facebook, and this is why I say be very careful what you put on social media. Facebook had another hack, and 400 million people's phone numbers got leaked. It makes no damn sense. This is the second time. First, Facebook, uh, Zuckerberg had to appear in front of the Senate or the Congress because they leaked all kinds of information to the Russians or whoever. But this time, the phone numbers. Me personally, I'm at the point where I don't even use my government name for my Facebook account. I do not use it. I use a pseudonym. I use my nickname. There's ways about and ways around everything. If you just take your time and you look at the board and it says, what can you put in there? They say, put your government name. You can bypass that. You can bypass putting your real phone number. You can bypass putting your real date of birth. You can use the month, the date, and I think I use like something like 1903. And you know damn well if I was born in 1903, you would not be hearing my voice at this particular time. It would make me pretty old. You know? This is Strange Talk with Doc, and like I said, this is your host, Doc. And I'm going to actually be posting my very last YouTube show. Now, this show continues, but I will no longer be posting videos to YouTube. It takes too much time. It takes too much energy, and I don't get the views because I am strictly audio. Because there is no video attached, I think people are less apt to actually even give me a chance to listen to me. And on top of it, YouTube seems to snatch. I mean, one day I can go in and have 300 views, and the next morning I can go in and it says 17 views. So I'm not even playing that game with YouTube. I'm, I'm more concerned about people listening to this show on iTunes and talk show where my numbers stay consistent, where my numbers stay true. And if a listener listens or downloads, I get credit for it. And this is not even monetarily. I'm not even worried about monetarily. If I get a chance to monetize the show, I want it to be on a bigger scale than where it is. I want somebody out there who is somebody who could actually add me to something that's bigger than even I could dream possibly of. Because I think that I do this well. I'm not sure. You let me know. But I think that I do this well. And if I was placed in the proper position with the proper equipment, with the proper people and the proper promotion, that I could become a huge deal in this particular field. So Jay-Z, he really makes a blunderhead move. He gives $200,000 to this woman, Sally Hazelgrover. They do no due diligence 
on this group that she sets up. If you want to do a social justice program, the first people that you give money to is not an organization started by a white person. There had to be a deserving black organization in America who is about social justice, headed by also black people, the ones who suffer the most by this. And that's who you give it to. And part of not doing the due diligence is this woman is cutting dreadlocks off a young black man's head. Now, I'm sure these young black men are now out there uh, glad-handing and patting her on the back, and she's the best woman who ever lived, and they wanted to change their life. But cut the shit, motherfuckers. Every hood has 500 barbers. If these dudes want to cut their dreads, she didn't have to make a deal about it. She didn't have to post this, like, look at what I'm doing to change them. Like, dreads are so evil that it keeps you from being professional. They are lawyers. They are doctors. They are top chefs. They are models. They are athletes who rock dreadlocks. Dreadlocks is not what's going to hold you back in this world. And only people like Sally Hazelgrover even perpetuate that kind of bullshit that something like this matters. Because some people are straight up. It's their religion. And this is what they believe in, and they are good, fine, upstanding people. And they're not to be judged by their hair no more than you should be judged by your hair or I should be judged because I'm bald. But Jay-Z and Rock Nation has to do their due diligence a little better. There can't be these kind of skeletons in people's closets. Because this wasn't on one occasion. This was on two different occasions. And to prove it, she's wearing different clothes in each picture. And like I said, if these young men wanted to change, their, they think changing their life is cutting their dreads, and maybe it represents something where they come from, you know, maybe they had a mother, maybe they have a father, a sister, a brother, a cousin, anybody can pick up a pair of scissors. You know, you could pick up a pair of scissors and cut your own freaking dreads. It doesn't have to be a Instagram, Twitter post, where it, it the optics on this just looks bad. That's like a black person putting black face makeup on a white person and then saying that that doesn't look wrong. It looks wrong. It, there's no two ways about it. You know? Man, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you spending a little time with Doc when you didn't have to do it. It's a beautiful thing. And I hope that you have a beautiful day. You know, I there's a lot going on in the world, and sometimes I reflect on what's going on in the world, and it troubles me, it upsets me, and I'm not a type to uh, really spout off anything emotional, so I won't do that now either. But I'm a human being. Just because I talk and I talk about other subjects doesn't mean that I'm uh I'm cold towards them, I'm distant towards them, that they don't affect me. I uh, There's a lot of things that I try not to talk about here. Like I said, I won't talk about gossip. I won't talk about somebody's body or shape, or I won't talk about um, who's in a relationship with who. And before I leave out of here, I just want to say, you know what, no bad luck to the other young lady that's playing but I want to wish Serena Williams good luck today going for number 24. 
I want her to finally get this done, and I want her to finally get this number 24 over. She's been in like four or five finals over the last two years, and she's fell apart in each final. But I'm hoping Miss Williams can finally bring this 24th championship home or 24th major Grand Slam major championship home. Like I said, we got UFC today. You got college football. You got the U.S. Open tomorrow. You got the NFL. And I hope that you and yours have a peaceful, beautiful weekend, that the weather's lovely. You get to do whatever it is that makes you happy, that keeps your family happy, that you're well-fed, that you're protected, that you have shelter, that the sun shines on your side of the street. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, peace to you and peace to yours.